we're going to now talk about missions in Lanark County for the next three hours. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, we're going to take communion, but before we do that, just quickly, the Lord just put a little thought on my mind, less than two minutes here, and then the worship team can come. I was thinking of King Asa in the book of Second Chronicles, and may, you maybe know his story or not, but I wasn't only thinking of missions this week, I was thinking of our life, and King Asa started very well. He was a good king. He did many wonderful things. You know, at the beginning of those description of the kings, it says, oh, it was bad or good, right? He was a good king. And the reason was he was good. He got rid of all the false gods. His mother was even a worshiper of Baal, so he threw her out, destroyed all her worship items. He then faced a little bit of a problem called the Ethiopian army of a million people. That's a lot of people. There was only about 400,000 in his army. But Asa trusted the Lord and he called out to God. And he has this great line there. You can read it for homework in 2 Chronicles chapters 14, 15, and 16. He says, what holds the Lord from saving with many or with few? You might remember that it's something... Jonathan said as well as he took on the Philistines and they cried out to God. Miracle of all miracles, God destroyed the enemy. As they trusted the Lord, had faith in God, God did a miracle. Asa's reign continued. He reigned for over 30 years and did wonderful things and cleansed Israel. He really was an excellent king. He was a believer. He did well. At the end of his life, things got a little sidetracked. Sometimes finishing well is a little more difficult than beginning well. But there became another challenge. It came from a neighboring country called Israel. You see, King Asa was the king of Judah, and they were split at that time. So the king of Israel, Basha, his name came against Asa. But instead of turning to the Lord and trusting in the Lord, what he does is he empties the Lord's treasury of its silver and gold and makes a deal with the Assyrians that they would go against Israel. So they would kind of team up with another country and then they, Israel would be pushed back and Judah would be saved. It was somewhat of an ingenious plan and it did work and all was well and things continued. But there came a prophet and he stood before Asa and he said, why in the world did you do that? Why didn't you trust God like you did with the Ethiopians? But rather you've trusted your own intellect and your own ability. Because of that, things aren't going to go well now. Now Asa didn't respond well to that at all. He actually had the prophet thrown in jail. And it says at that point, he even, it doesn't say who, but he oppresses people. He just gets angry. And later he dies because he has a disease in his feet. The prophet does say one verse as he's leaving. He says a famous verse in 2 Chronicles 16 is that the Lord is looking for those who will be strong on his behalf. Basically saying this, the Lord is looking for those who will completely trust him and not their intellect and not their ability won't trust the world, and the sad thing is we 
close today is he took the Lord's resources for his plan to defeat the human enemy. And I thought about that, and I thought about our church. Because I think a lot of us have been Christians for a long time, and we started well, we've, we've done well, but I think there's a danger in my life, and it might be in your life as well. It's so easy to trust in ourselves when we're faced with the enemy. How many of you have tried to fix your own problems instead of turning to God? And maybe there was a bigger battle when you were first a Christian or in the middle of your Christian life. And for some reason you just trusted God and God came through and you know He's real. But then the years go by and you get a little comfortable. And all of a sudden you face another battle and it's not even as big and you're facing this challenge. But for some reason because of the fear of the battle or because of the challenge, you try to manipulate your circumstances out of fear. You try to find the answer. And you know what? You even say, well, I prayed about it. But really, it's you doing the work instead of God. And I really think God is looking today for people who will truly trust Him. I'm not talking about half-trust Him. I'm not talking about even if you got the idols out of your life. I guess my question today is, are you truly trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ? Not your plans, not your ideas. Maybe you have a need of provision and you're trying to figure out how to get it. Maybe you have an emotional need and you're trying to find the answer in some book. I want to tell you that God's alive and he wants to help you. I want to tell you that he will help you whether you have a lot of strength or you have a little strength. I'm not telling you you sit on the couch and say, God, fix my problems. They had to fight against the Ethiopians, but God brought forth the victory. I just see too many people, way too many people, controlling, manipulating, their circumstances out of fear to try and bring forth victory and they're leaving God out of the equation. When's the last time you truly called out to God in the midst of your problem knowing He was the only solution? I think the prophet this week said to me through the word, Dan, I'm looking. God's looking for a few people who will completely and utterly trust Him. And He will be strong on your behalf. It's a very fine line between our ability, our motivation, and God's strength. I want to tell you something. If you're doing something in your own strength, in your own ability, you're just going to end up really tired. Anyone ever been there? You're going to end up really tired, and you're going to look back and say, there's absolutely no fruit from all this work I put out. God wants to help us this morning, amen? He wants to help Ken in Austria. He wants to help Andrew and Tanya in Ukraine. 
It's not about them trusting in themselves or their fundraising or their abilities. It's not in us trusting in ourselves, in our job, in our comfort. It's not even our trusting our spiritual exercises. It's us trusting in Jesus Christ. But he said, as I read at the beginning in Proverbs 3, he wants you to trust him with your whole heart, not half your heart. We're so good at trusting him and trusting ourselves. He wants you to trust him with your whole heart and not to manipulate or control out of fear to figure out the solution for yourself, but to do what he says because he's always right. Because he loves you and he wants to help you. But this morning, are you fighting your battles like Asa fought the Ethiopians? Are you emptying your spiritual resources with your own ability to go fight Israel? There's a big difference. And I personally was convicted this week. If I'll just submit to God, He will take care of me. Might not be easy. He's going to take care of me. He's going to take care of you. He's going to take care of Ken. He's going to take care of Andrew and Tanya. He's going to take care of all of us. I didn't say it was easy. Didn't I say it was easy? <laughs> but he will bring the victory because he wants all the glory. Amen? So Lord Jesus, this morning we praise you. We worship you. And again, a blessing upon missions locally and internationally. So Lord, may we take this word and apply it to our lives. May we seek you even now. Is there any area of our life that we're trying to do things in our own strength, our own ability? Maybe we're trying to manipulate or control and we're not submitting to get what we want. God, we want to trust you, but we need your help, Holy Spirit. And all of this starts knowing that we can trust God because He loves us. And we're going to take communion this morning. And there's no greater expression of love that God could give than giving His only Son for you and for I. And maybe you don't know Jesus Christ this morning. Maybe He's not your personal Savior. I would just ask you this. Is it doing it on your own getting you anywhere? <laughs> oh, God loves you so much. And he offers you forgiveness and love. And he offers this, that you'll never be alone. That he is with you. Just encourage you this morning. Turn to him. Maybe you've been a Christian a long time and you're doing it yourself. Turn to him. Turn to him. Submit to him. Stop trying to do it yourself. Look at Jesus and what he's done. There's only one way, like traffic control, there's only one way to go, but for us as Christians, that way is to the Father, it's to the Son, it's to Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. I really believe that church is not something that we should just come and listen, but you should respond. You should be communicating with God now and hearing His voice. Laying your burdens down, living in forgiveness. And that's why we take communion. It's you and Jesus 
It's all of us common thoughts about what Jesus has done. As Randy sings, the elements are in the back. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, we want to remind you through remembering about Jesus. He is good. That he loves you. That you're forgiven. If you believe in him. So as Randy sings, if you need to pray with someone, there'll be brothers and sisters in the back. I encourage you, just talk to God, worship Him, submit to Him, give Him everything, and enjoy His love for you. Let's worship together.